0: welcome back to cancer actually fucking sucks the podcast where we get down to the nitty-gritty of what actually happens during and after a cancer diagnosis hosted by me madison pollack
1: and me Paige gill Today's guest is Jason Duty, an event producer and former comedian. He had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma twice, then a bone marrow transplant, and has been cancer-free for two whole weeks now. We are so thrilled to talk to him today.
0: Hi, Jason. We're so excited to have you today. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. So your story is amazing. We're so excited to to hear more about it. Um, and you have been free of cancer for how long now?
2: About 14 days. That's amazing. That's it. I know. know. <laughs> Congratulations. How exciting. It, it is, it's overwhelming, as you guys know. It's an overwhelming yeah. feeling. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. Do you feel like right now, now that you're done with treatments, you're kind of like, what do I do now that I don't have to go to these appointments? And (laughs) that becomes a big habit of your life, kind of going from appointment to appointment and doctor to doctor.
2: No, well, I haven't had that break yet because I had a transplant. So I was still going to the doctor every week. I still give blood every two weeks. Oh, wow. And I still go to the doctor every three weeks. Okay. So, gotcha. so you're still in I, it. Haven't, <laughs> I haven't had a break yet. Well, oh. I'm cancer free, but they have to make sure that the bone marrow, my donor, has taken over. Right. Okay. Right. Gotcha. And yeah.
0: when I when we were talking Jason a couple weeks ago, I think the bone marrow transplant is the most interesting thing I've ever heard. So maybe let's start from the beginning. I think that's always helpful to hear how you were first diagnosed and then why the bone marrow transplant happened and what that all entails. Yes.
2: Wait, you mean how I was misdiagnosed?
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> like all of us, I'm sort like all of us. It's so. Yeah. I was a little angry at the beginning, but now I can understand. It's really hard to find non Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm. Lymphoma. It's hard to diagnose a blood cancer. Right. I understand it now, but back then I was like, "What?" Yeah.
0: Well, so. Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, mine started out yeah. it, first. I had an earache, and I was mm. like, and it kept getting worse. And then, so I went to, oh, I did the um, phone doctor. I don't know what it's called. Doctor oh. on Demand or oh, yeah. some, something that they have for my insurance company. And um, so I'm talking to this doctor. She was very nice. And then she was like, let me see your throat. And I like shoved the phone in my mouth. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then she said, I don't know. She gave me a okay. uh, So I, I yeah. took a pack. And then a week later, two weeks later, my ears started to get worse and worse and worse. So I went to an urgent care, and Mm -hmm. they cleaned out the wax in my ears.
3: Okay.
1: And
2: (laughs) I did find out that I have very nice ear canals. Oh, that's
0: that's good to know.
1: Yeah, that's a great thing to (laughs) great
2: trait. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So then the earache spread from earache to my throat Mm -hmm. hurt, and. I went to the emergency room, and the emergency room did tests or whatever, and that doctor said I had gastritis, and I should mm. sleep sitting up. Okay. So, I did oh that.
0: Did um, like, do they do any tests at this point? Like what? Or they were just talking to you?
2: No, just talking to me. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Okay. No.
0: <laughs> wow. Um,
2: so, then the pain got worse, and I was on about, I was taking about 24 Tylenol a day
3: oh my god
2: I couldn't stop taking the Tylenol wow I was in in so much pain that I got an appointment with a ear nose throat specialist right and so I went to the ear nose throat specialist and don't ask me how this happened but an ear nose throat specialist I got a cat scan and he was not very excited to see me because I was actually not in a great, great mood I had been in pain for two months so I wasn't the nicest person to be around so they gave me a cat scan but the cat scan x-ray tech messed up and they scanned me from the neck down my (laughs) ear nose and throat are all from the neck up so I did not I was so angry I didn't leave the hospital but there was this whole process of getting the insurance to approve a second CAT scan in the same day. Oh,
1: because goodness. they messed yeah. it up. Wow.
2: Right. So about four hours later, they approved it. Uh, I mean, I knew they were going to, pro- I wasn't leaving the office. Like there, right. it wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I kind of made a stance. And so they yeah. <laughs> did it at four o'clock, four fifteen. They called me into the office and um, I could tell when the doctor took his computer screen and turned it away from me. Mm hmm. Oh. I was like, huh. Oh. Um, he then he said, Have you talked to your oncologist? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I don't have one. Right. So no. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but then I was like, Oncologist? Oh shit. Okay. I know what that means. So then mm. he suggested I see this oncologist. His office is across campus and blah blah blah. Gave me his office number. It was like four fifteen. So he thought I was going to call the oncologist and make an appointment like a normal person. Uh-huh. I did not. I ran across campus, <laughs> found this guy's office, and then went like in but behind the double doors where only the nurses are supposed to go. Oh I god. went anyway. I went anyway. <laughs> oh and my then, god! So Good I found the doc- I found the doctor's name on the wall, and he was putting on his coat to leave for the day, and I was so insane and so crazy then he took his coat off and sat down with me and looked at it because it was already on the computer screen so luckily he saw it and he was just like oh he it was like less than a week that I had gotten all my tests done and everything and then they came back and told me on March 9th my actual birthday that it was not Hodgkin's lymphoma it was stage four I had six days to get (sighs) off work get in the chemo chair
0: oh my goodness
2: get a PET scan, get an EKG, get Jeez. all these tests. So Jeez. it was six days from the day I found out how serious it was until my first chemo treatment.
0: Whoa, that's fast. So not and a lot of it... process. Yeah. go ahead, Maddie. That's crazy. What made it stage four?
2: Um, it was above and below the abdomen. Hmm. Oh, okay. So it was like mid-thigh. I mean, it was mid-thigh to all the way up to middle of my head, but the a lot of lymphoma starts with tumors as you know but my tumors grew inside so you mm. couldn't see it on the outside but that they were pressing on the ear canal and my throat I so see. from the outside i looked completely normal mm. because they were they were growing in but when they did the ek no not ekj pet scan you mm. could see it all behind my windpipe in my abdomen. Mm. it was literally yeah, wow above that's and so below crazy. the abdomen yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. that's insane
0: Oh my
2: god. Wow. That's it that, wasn't feels weird. It feels like I'm talking about somebody else, as you it, guys know. I, like, yeah,
0: totally.
2: Yeah. You forget yeah. that it's actually your story. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it does.
1: It does feel like yeah. someone else's book. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, I would love to hear more about like we were saying, Maddie, the bone marrow transplant. Um, oh. But sorry, continue the in-betweens before we get oh. there too. I want to hear it yes. all.
2: The little bone marrow transplant thing. <laughs> yeah, just that, yeah, that little small <laughs> issue. <laughs> so I'll tell you. So I started a week after my birthday, I started chemo. And I was t- I told Maddie this story. I-, I was like in the park lot praying. Now, I'm not a big prayer, mm-hmm. but going into chemo one, You start thinking of like well, my grandparents prayed. Let me let me see I'll do a little prayers and I you know, I I don't I don't even know who I'm praying to at this point, but I was like just like Yeah God show me show show me cover all my bases. Yeah. All your bases. Yeah. Yeah. Just like (laughs) let me know I'm gonna be okay. Let me know I'm gonna be okay. So I go into get my chemo and I don't I've never seen a chemo room, like yeah. They don't, they don't warn not warn us, but they don't inform us of what mm-hmm. it looks like.
0: Right. We just like know from the movies
2: that it's frightening. <laughs> right. So I walk in. Well, mine was not a little frightening. Mine was like boutique chemo. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I know. I don't mean to be fancy, but there was only, there was only like, you got a fancy chemo. Like, <laughs> well, you know, um, <laughs> Well, I got all my chemo at Johns Hopkins in Baltimore. And there was a, down, there's downtown, the main hospital. And then about 20 minutes outside of the city is like another chemo place, but it's, mm. it's, it's little and boutique And so I went in and I saw the yeah. mani-pedi chairs. Like that's what I, I didn't right, know. Right. That's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> yeah. It just looked like a bunch of women getting mani-pedi. And, um, and I was only the man there. And I'm still praying, like, oh, give me a sign, give me a sign. And so I sit down next to this woman, and I say hi. Just, I don't know what, no one tells you what to do in a chemo chair. Right. So yeah. I was like, hey, what's up, how are you doing? <laughs> um, and I'm still praying. All of a sudden, she looks over at me, and she goes, hi, I'm Faith. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. There's your sign. <laughs> I was like, that is a little direct, God. Yeah. You really wow.
3: spoke to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That's and it was, so you funny. know, I got all my, all my um, chemo appointments next to Faith. We exchanged numbers because, you know, the nurses can't tell you what somebody else's appointment is. Okay. So we texted, when's your appointment? When's your appointment? So we sat next to each other. We did all our chemo treatments together. Oh. She, had, I know she had unfortunately passed away, but I got to go to her funeral and do her eulogy and it, it was, Um, Her family is now part of my family. It was pretty amazing.
3: Wow. Um,
2: And the nurses, uh, as you guys know, oncology nurses, Mm -hmm. this is when I'll get emotional. Oncology nurses are amazing.
0: Yeah, Yeah. incredible. Mm
2: -hmm. It is is a whole nother breed of people.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: like, so often they don't give good news.
0: Yeah, I know. It's incredible. And I think we were talking about this too, like, it's crazy when they're bringing you the medicine and they're in a full hazmat suit. Yeah. oh,
2: that's and- the best. We all we all <laughs> got our our chop right. Yeah,
0: well, no, we got so we got ABVD, but we got the Red Devil
2: too. Oh, oh, right. ABVD gets it. So I had what's called our chop, and um, you guys, all know, they don't tell you anything, which <laughs> yeah. I understand. Like I, I wouldn't explain my job very well, but it's just <laughs> different when you're a patient getting chemo. Mm-hmm. They don't. Right. They poke and they prod. But that red devil, I don't remember the name of the drug. I don't
3: either. But I swear
2: <laughs> the, the syringe is like a foot long. Yeah. And then they come into you like wearing a beekeeper outfit. Right. <laughs> exactly.
1: You know you're what I like, mean? Like, it's the,
2: <laughs> Right. And then my nurse said, well, I can't get it on my skin. It'll burn yeah. me. Okay. And you're like,
1: <laughs> yeah, just shoot it in me. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> It
3: took me up with it, uh, yeah.
2: and then the the first time, did you guys have steroids? Yep. Oh yeah. my god, I, I'm insane <laughs> on steroids. Yep. I was up for like five days cleaning my house. <laughs> wow. I was scrubbing the wood floors. I was, brother, yeah. I was crazy. My brother in law came over like on the fifth day, and meanwhile, He's I've known him for twenty five years. He's been my brother in law. And he walked in and he was like, I looked like, do you remember Gary Busey's like arrest photo mugshot?
0: No, but now <laughs> I need to look at it. Yeah, me too.
2: Google it. I looked just like Gary Busey's mugshot. I was insane. My eyes were popping out.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Steroids. But I had
2: a very, very clean house.
0: Yeah. Very yeah. House. That's, yeah house. that's true. That's a bonus. That's a plus. <laughs> they made yeah. me like
2: ravenous. Like I was. Oh, starving! Anything, everything. You were, were you even?
1: That's what I, I was, was worried think, about. I was worried about gaining weight when I heard
2: about steroids. I did gain
0: weight. I was starving. Oh, I oh, gained,
2: yeah. I gained tons of
0: weight.
2: Yeah, I but I, but you never got full. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, I was no, never like, full. Yeah,
3: just yeah.
2: never ending. Just eat, 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 eat. The um, munchies. yeah, nonstop. So that was my first one, and so I got that chemo for six months, and then. I was in remission mm-hmm.
3: and,
2: and then they put me on rituximab immunotherapy, which wow. was every six weeks for 18 months. Wow. So that was fine. So then May of 2000, mine were close. It started March of 2017. Mm-hmm. And so then May of 2019, I am in remission doing the rituximab I get word from my Hopkins oncologist. Mm -hmm. He says that I can, I am free and clear to move to Austin because I've been working for this company in Austin and was planning on moving here Mm -hmm. to Austin, but oops, I got cancer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my job was wonderful and let me work remotely. They were, they couldn't have been better, but when it was done, I was like, I gotta go. I want my job. Mm -hmm. And, um, so i drove down to austin may 24th of 2019 and my oncologist in baltimore dr swinnon who's wonderful he said call dr matsui in austin now they had worked together at hopkins for 20 years wow. Oh, wow. just it's just coincidental that's that incredible matsui, just mm-hmm. coincidental right and so i called i made an appointment just get my blood work. It was no big deal. I moved here. I was staying with a friend. I was apartment hunting. I was like, oh, shit, I got to go get blood. Randy gave some blood. <laughs> and then a week later, well, you know, for people like us getting blood and getting poked and problems. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, whatever. A little yeah. yeah, it's just on your list of things to do. you right. know what I mean? Like I got to get the car wash. I got to get blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was totally like that. And I, was, I just did that, and I you don't think about it. And then, and then a week later, I got a phone call, and he goes, "Hi, this is Matt, Dr. Matsui." I was like, "Hey, how are you?" I was like, "Why are you- call- Why is like, why are you calling me? I just, was, yeah. I just did blood work, so you could call my doctor in Baltimore mm-hmm. and say, hey, we got his blood work. Everything's fine.'" Mm-hmm. But he calls me and he's like, I don't, welcome to Austin. I'm like, that was nice. (laughs) Um, But uh, your cancer's back. And I was like, what? Well, they don't say your cancer's back. They use the big words and you're just like. Right, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Break it down for me.
2: Yeah, your grade large cell B. what, What are you saying?
3: Yeah.
1: And
2: so. I moved here May 24th, and June 7th, I was in the chemo chair again. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. It was crazy. Oh. So, I Jeez. I know, I know. So, this one, I was not in boutique.
1: That's what oh, I was yeah. going to ask. Was it Nails Nails Galore? <laughs> petty Man? No, petty no. Hair, no.
2: It wasn't fancy. But it was so... I'm happy for the experience. The room had, like, 50 people getting chemo at all different stages. Wow. And, you know we know that we can see if someone's gonna make it or not gonna make it Mm
3: -hmm.
2: it was a very very sad experience but in hindsight it has given me a tons more gratitude
3: yeah
2: um and again the oncology nurses were amazing and i just like how did they do this day in and day out you know what i mean
0: yeah it's amazing
2: so i did that and then so that started in june and around july or august he started it was one appointment he goes now do you want to talk to me do you want to talk today about a bone marrow transplant or our, our next appointment i said excuse excuse me
1: yeah oh, i didn't I was, yeah. Like, in the list was it I was to like, do?
0: yeah right, right and i was like <laughs>
2: well no, you can't bring bone marrow transplant up and then see you the next appointment oh no, yeah no no, no 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 <laughs> so um so he he's so cute. He got a piece of paper and drew and you know things yeah. that mean abs- I don't even know the last time I opened a science book, right. but he drew something and you know some cell was swimming over here by itself. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, <laughs> and it, I and just these graphs up and down and blah, blah, I'm just sitting there staring. at am like I have no idea what he, like what. Get to yeah. the transplant part. I yeah. don't know what that <laughs> yeah, is. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, no So basically, they could keep me alive for five years, but I would never stop chemo.
0: Oh, wow. If you didn't get the transplant?
2: Or get the transplant. Okay.
0: (sighs) And was it not, was the chemo not working? Like, did they still, was it still all over your body?
2: It was still all over my body. And because it came back so quickly, Mm -hmm. like I didn't hit my two year mark. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it came back so quickly. He was just like, This is this is just gonna come back again. Like you have it's not going anywhere. The immunotherapy treatment that I did Mm -hmm. did not work at all. Zero. No no change, Mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. So he was like, gave me my two options. I was like (laughs) five years or thirty. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I mean, that's a different question if I was 80. Do you know what I mean? Totally, of course. yeah. Yeah. I was in my 40s. So I was like, all right, let's do this transplant. And I didn't. then I'm Googling things. And he's telling me, stay off the Google. I will tell you what a transplant is. Yeah,
0: Googling is always a bad idea, honestly. Like, I can't Google anything or I just get myself anxiety.
1: It's horror stories.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I know, but I can't stop. I know. It is. It's a rabbit (laughs) hole. It's hard. Because you just want something to explain and help you be more knowledgeable about what the hell is going on inside your body.
2: No, I want, you're going to live forever and it won't hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want. And no one has ever said that. That's all I want. Um, so we started on this process of like finding a donor. And um, I was like, okay. So we tested my sister and my two nephews. My parents were too old. Mm. Um, my sister and my two nephews. They, weren't, they were not matches which happens in families. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. So I I don't care if it's a, in hindsight, I'm glad it was a stranger because the responsibility of one of my nephews. Right. Like I just, I'm actually- Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually glad it was a stranger, but it was getting down to the, like my last chemo appointment was in December. Mm -hmm. It was actually December 12th. Mm -hmm. And um, it was getting down, like, I was like, we don't have a donor
0: right and
2: um so i would call my they give you a bone marrow transplant coordinator
0: oh wow can you imagine,
2: can you oh, imagine a- doing oh, that for a that living job from? yeah <laughs> there's my wow. coordina- there's my coordinator and then behind her is 16 scientists wow. running dna on the donor and me so you've that got like so eight, crazy. eighteen people working behind the scenes. Oh my! But goodness. when you're going, you're going through it. You, you don't like. I want to see them working. Can we do a Zoom call? Yeah, exactly. see everybody Hundred <laughs> percent. Right. <working.
1: laughs>
2: right. So I kept calling her. I was like, uh, Erica, you haven't called and told me we have a donor yet. And she was like, because we don't. I was like, oh okay. Yeah. What are you guys um, doing
1: over there? <laughs> yeah. Right. I One like, tear have- rolling down. Right. I was like, like, I'll be. No biggie. Just,
2: um, just call me or text me whenever, you know, whenever, whenever, <laughs> whenever you have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the 12th. And she kept telling me, like, Jason, when it happens, it's going to happen fast. I was like, okay. Like, there's not really a lot on your schedule when you're waiting for a donut. Right. You know I what know. I mean? Yeah. That's the oh, only thing. You're yeah. <laughs> free as a kid, bird. You know, yeah, you know, don't make a lot of plans. You're like, oh, you want to do something Valentine's Day? i was like, ah, oh, don't. I'm gonna be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's so weird. And so that was December twelfth was my last chemo. Erica called me December thirteenth. Wow. She said we have a donor. It's a hundred percent match. Oh. Wow. I was like, oh my god, that's fantastic. When do you need me to be in Baltimore? Because I had to go to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They gave me four days. Four days. To pack up my life and move to Baltimore for four months.
0: Oh my God. And four can months? you explain oh. like can you explain a little bit about what the bone marrow transplant? Because in my mind, I thought it was like literally a bone, like you get take your bone marrow. Oh, okay. And so I
1: have zero percent clue. So yeah, please start.
0: It's so interesting. Okay.
2: Now I'm gonna tell you from a patient point of view, not a medical person. No, here. that's perfect. So, so, yeah, that's speaking wow. our language. So Right. I love your language because cancer actually fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, sure does. Right?
0: Yeah, it really does. Yeah, oh, it there's does.
2: so many things. I'll get back to that bone marrow, but hold on. Okay. The stupid things people say, oh, Jason, yeah. I know how you're feeling. Do you? Yeah. Do you?
0: Are you sure? Really? Tell me yeah. how I'm yeah. feeling.
2: Really. Because I feel like electricity is running through my body nonstop. <laughs> I'm shaking from the inside out and yeah. I just vomited air. Yeah. So-
1: Oh, do you, you know you? how I don't feel like yeah.
2: Is it that's the worst? Or the people that say, Oh, lymphoma, my uncle had lymphoma. I was like, How's he doing? Oh, he, he okay. Didn't make it. okay. That, Whoa, yes.
0: that's the worst. Yeah. Like, can we not? That's just not helpful. Yeah,
2: it's just like, hold back on that story. Yeah, yeah why even mention it?
0: Yeah, why We're even right, mention
2: it? Like, oh. That's the worst. I,
1: I hate you have the good cancer. I hate.
2: Oh, oh yeah. the good cancer. Yeah, lymphoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Actually, is better than lymphoma. Sorry, I got the good cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's <didn't> non-Hodgkin, <laughs> Hodgkin, then Hodgkin, and then leukemia, and then... Yeah. See? Yeah. Um,
0: it's crazy. just like, so, yeah, like, you got the good cancer, but you had a bone marrow transplant, had to do chemo for two years. Like, I'm sorry, can we not? Like, say, can right? people stop Actually, saying that?
2: <laughs> yeah, not the good yeah. cancer, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my God. The things people say. Or they would be like, hey, you want to get together this weekend? This was all pre-COVID. Yeah. You want to get together this weekend? I was like, did you? I um,
1: <laughs> I told you that. I'm
2: going through cancer. Yeah. Like, that ain't right? happening. I don't know if I have the energy this weekend. <laughs> right. But I will tell you, I will tell you, I overworked. Because I wanted normalcy. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys worked through your. I worked through the whole thing. Yeah. Which no, it, I commend you. It was, that's it was no. Don't commend me because I've been schooled. Like <laughs> I remember telling a coworker, like I went through cancer twice and didn't miss one day of work. And my coworker was like, "Is that something to be proud of?" Like,
3: <laughs> I
1: took like, cancer. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. She's like, you had cancer and didn't take a day off. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's said, when
1: you can she, say you can right. rest. Cancer equals you're allowed to rest, I think. Yeah.
2: yeah. We I do I do music festivals for a living, um, like ACL Lollapalooza. I'm one of the event producers. So we had this trailer at Lollapalooza. I got chemo, flew to Chicago, and behind this I every morning I would go behind the trailer, throw up, work for about four <laughs> or oh, five hours. Oh my god. And someone someone would see me running back behind the trailer. <laughs> I threw up behind the trailer three times a day for like two weeks.
0: No. Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh. And you were allowed to they fly. Said. Did your. Huh? You yeah, were allowed questions. to fly. That
1: was my question,
0: too. Like after chemo? Well,
2: you I'm not. Just, you answer. just did it. <laughs>
0: yeah. He was not.
2: I'm not going to answer that question. Let's
1: just say you were very dedicated to your job, please.
2: But let's say I was wearing a mask and it was pre COVID. It was, I was that's Way ahead that's true you were ahead, of the, of, the curve. Curve. ahead yeah. of the curve
3: yeah, 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 yeah. that's
2: true <laughs> yeah no but it was dumb it was dumb in hindsight like it was dumb I mean, like I but was... one one event they just said you're not coming my boss said you're right. not coming
0: okay that's that's how I swear. yeah that's right yeah, I was
2: like, but, yeah but if you're I...
1: throwing up three times behind he's probably like oh it's God, not, yeah it's not worth it jason yeah. just stay home <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, but I just wanted normal. You know what it's like. You yeah, I, norm- it. It. I, I, worked, it. I worked. I worked
0: part time, but mine's all like worked, like on computer, for, you know, and like yeah. So I worked part time, which was nice because it distracted me. But yeah, I don't know if I could have uh, flown to a festival for four yeah,
1: days. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It was I'm just so imagining ACL
1: so and Jason behind
3: the
2: van. <laughs> hey. I had my, my high vis, like suspenders on, my walkie talkie, and I carried a purple bucket. Stop. In case I threw up all the way. I had a purple bucket, sand bucket, like a child's toy oh that gosh. I carried on my arm. So stupid. Oh my so God. Wow. Yeah.
1: I'll never see those festivals the same. Oh. Like, you,
2: yeah, well, there's always people throwing up. Behind that's, the true. Exactly. that's You just don't I- think yeah. it's from yeah.
1: chemo, you think it's exactly. from big rock, <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. Uh-oh. All right, so the, the bone marrow is so the bone marrow, obviously, we all know it's that inside of your bones.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The marrow, um, so <laughs> I thought my first thing was like, I didn't know either, like, yeah. I'm thinking, like. They're gonna use like a melon baller and scoop it out. I don't know. Right, like it's a stick. Like- yeah, yeah. Like just gonna melt and then put some more. I don't know. Right. Like, so yeah,
1: I see that. I, had, I can visualize that.
2: Yeah. I had. I mean, how do you get inside of a bone to take the stuff? Like, I, right. I couldn't get it. Right. So it's what they did for me. It was easy. I was just, you know, hooked up to IV in a port, and I just sit there and. You look at the bag and you're like, okay, someone else's DNA is now entering my body. So weird. weird. Um, oh, my gosh. And not, yeah, and not in a sexual way. Just yeah. their damn blood <laughs> and
1: everything. You're just in like, the non-fun
2: wow. way. In the non-fun <laughs> way. But my donor, he, as all I know is he's 30 and he was from America. And the only reason I know he's from America, because the nurse told me, because uh-huh. she can tell if the donor's from Germany they usually bring the patient in at 3 a.m. because when the when the bone marrow mm. arrives. But I was scheduled at 8 a.m. So she okay. was like, "This came from America, probably the East Coast." Like, so they know. I like, was, like, I was like, I so oh,
0: that's so weird. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he had to give himself shots twice a day for a week,
3: mm. and then
2: his was more painful. They actually went into his bone and took some marrow out. Okay. His, so some stranger went through pain for me, wow. which is amazing. That's what I was yeah. gonna Dude.
1: ask. Like, I wonder how it is to get on their list to give.
0: I was just thinking that too. Too.
2: Um, guess FYI, they don't want us. Like, the three of us are not getting on. The <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. just... we're not getting on.
2: That's really sorry, Paige. I should not Paige. even
0: try my
1: application. I'm gonna exit no. that. Yeah, yeah. You're
2: you're. No, they don't want your. They don't want your blood. I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn. Ours is <laughs> yeah yeah so i just sat there and got this i mean it was crazy just i go into the hospital on my schedule so anyway so i moved to baltimore in like a minute and a half mm-hmm. my sister spends those days trying to find us an apartment
3: yeah wow um,
2: because I, I need a 24-hour caretaker i can't stay with my parents because they're kind of too far from the hospital mm-hmm. i can't stay with my sister because it was just inappropriate. She's got a family of six and like, it was just- Oh, wow. It's too much for right. someone going through chemo. Yeah. So she, she found an apartment and she was trying to describe it to me. And just, I was like, I, I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't care. I am going to be a vegetable and you're going to cart me around for four months. I don't care. Yeah, so it does cart me, I don't care. So that was amazing. I saw the apartment. When I got there in those three days, she got the apartment. She got it filled with um, food, which was completely unnecessary for me. Mm-hmm. Um. But, like, she just, it was ready. Oh, uh, that's it was like amazing. Because, yeah. it, was, it was perfect. And yeah. um, so then we just started on, oh, my gosh, everything from, you have to go to every doctor. Did you? I don't know if you guys have to do that for just, it might be for just bone marrow, but, like, oh, what is it? The diseases, like, um. Oh, infectious
0: disease? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes.
2: So you have an infectious disease department, and that just puts you on edge. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? And this is pre-COVID, so you're not using terms like that regularly, like we do right. now. Yeah. So I'm in this guy's office, yeah. and he's like, uh, "Do you play in mud?" I was like, uh, no. "No, no." Like, when Looking
1: back to your earliest child memories, right? He Maya. was
2: like, <laughs> "When you get your bone marrow transplant, you cannot go fishing." I was like. I've never been fishing. Like we're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you been to Zimbabwe in the last three months? And I was like, no, I haven't. <laughs> just these all these random questions, and you're just like, what does this have to do with a bone marrow transplant? Mm-hmm. But it's like, like now I you know. Like I still can't garden. I can't get in the lake. I can't get in the river. I can't do any of that for so, like okay. the first year. Okay. Okay. B- bacteria, fungus, but I don't. No one's telling me this. We're Like you just get emails of where your next appointment is, and then you go. Mm. And then I met a dermatologist, and she was like, oh, yeah, this mole has to come off. I was like, now? Nah? Like, oh, that-
1: crazy. Okay. That's very interesting.
3: Yeah.
2: So the mole had to come off. And then I had to go to the dentist to get signed off. You can't have any infections. And I had a tooth, my back, back, back tooth. They were like, we can't fix this in time to get your 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 bone marrow transplant. I was like, oh, well, that's awful. No, 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 we can't fix it, so we're going to extract it. I was like, extract uh- it? So, wow. so I lost a tooth. This oh. is all, like, getting ready. That's insane. So yeah, the mole, I'm glad, is gone. I don't miss the mole. Yeah. The, yeah. Tooth, uh, the, tooth, the tooth, yeah. How are you feeling about the <laughs> I tooth? I wish it was, yeah. I, You <laughs> know what? It's more important than I thought. Let's just put it that way. When
1: you know that you have to go through every single body part for the That this.
0: really is crazy, wow.
2: Yeah, you have no I, I, it all makes sense to me in hindsight, but a little mm-hmm. more up front would have been better. Oh, right. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they're concentrating on timing mm-hmm. and getting this transplant to me at a specific time. Because once my donor starts giving my himself shots, yeah. they have seven days to get his marrow right. out of him.
0: Oh, okay. So wow.
2: they're, it's they're it's like gone. on... The, on this schedule, and I'm getting teeth extracted. I was like, yeah, ah, this is fine." <laughs> I thought I, I th- I'm like, I thought I had cancer, but if you want to go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the
1: two don't connect.
2: it does. Yeah, exactly. You don't think it does. Uh, like that back mole—is that a big deal? Yeah,
3: Apparently it was.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so oh just like God.
2: doctor after doctor, like EKG, if, and then I went to ro- the wrong doctor once. And they took me anyway and did like a... what they do? <laughs> what? There's the EKG and then there's another E. I don't for, know. But also for the heart? Yeah. But they yeah, did the wrong one.
1: A, is it oh. the ec- I don't know what they got. Oh, the, the echo. The cardiogram.
2: The echo and the EKG. So yeah, I went to like the an EKG, okay. but they gave me an echo I was okay. like, "Well, that's fine." Okay. And then I get a call like that's Jason fine. went to the wrong doctor, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, the t- wrong doctor gave me a test." <laughs> she was like, "No," so I went back to another doctor and got the other. T- it was just one after another. Anyway, oh so started the transplant easy for me, mm. not not physically obviously. Mm. I just sit there, right? And yeah. So. Start to they get the first is they give me something I don't know for two days and then chemo the worst chemo I'd ever had the strongest chemo i have ever had because oh. they they have to get my white blood cells down to zero.
0: Oh my gosh! So wow,
2: I was That's deathly insane. ill. So they Whoa. get you down to uh. zero, and then it's like I'm boy in a bubble. Like I wait, can't, literally, yeah. yeah. Touch
1: anything or
2: nothing? Nothing. Yeah. Mask gloves. Then they start the bone marrow, and it's just that was the longest. It took a long time, like eight hours for the whole thing. And, and
0: was it through an IV?
2: Yeah, just through my port. Oh, okay. just through my port. So it was port. like it was,
0: chemo, but
1: just something different. They were pumping. You.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't get the chemo feelings.
0: Mm. Okay. You know, okay.
2: like the you know how did you guys get jittery from like the inside out? Like you just felt weird inside.
0: Yeah, I felt disgusting.
1: Yeah, I just felt yeah. really shitty after. but Like,
2: only the three of us. Now I don't know how to describe it, but yeah. the three of us, we know what we're talking about. Like, yeah. And anyone listening that had cancer and chemo, they know what we're talking about. But right. a normal person, oh, I know how you're feeling. No, no, you no. don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't. It's um, true. <laughs> So I was living
3: exactly, with my sister. Yeah.
2: I just want to get into the, like, recovery, because it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. The... um. So I lived with my sister for these four months, and it was just, oh, she was such a godsend caregiver. We do not have that relationship. We do now. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the mother of three kids. I mean, there's a guilt feeling. She left her family for four months. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. just, like, feel horrible that she had to do that. But I had no one else. To, to because it's to. like... Yeah. Well, it's not glamorous. Like the throwing up, the diarrhea, the sweating, the laying on the bathroom floor. The, mm-hmm. It's not a glamorous caretaker job.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. she did it just like, well, it was like we were little kids again. I'm a little brother. She just sort oh, of, it was amazing. That really is
0: amazing.
2: And she always, cooked. the only thing that she did, the one thing that she did wrong. <laughs> and it's not even wrong. It's just, you guys will understand this. Do you want chicken for lunch? No. Yeah. How about roast beef? How about cheese? How about, and it was just like, oh, my God. If she says one more food, I'm going to throw Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's the only thing that she did wrong. I was like, stop. Stop. No more. No more. Yeah.
1: No more. No. And I always felt bad because to them, they're probably, they're not thinking you're being a picky person, but mm. you just feel like you're being inconvenient, too, I feel. Always, it's like it's not you. It's just that nothing sounds great right now. Yeah,
2: nothing, nothing. And it was like it was, like I said, it was pre-COVID. So my parents would come down on Saturday nights, Mm. and that was nice. I'd wear my mask and gloves, and we'd play cards, and that was nice. And I the, that portion of it, I -hmm. have to refer to my sister because Mm -hmm. I was, out of it. Yeah, I mean, I remember one morning she drove me to the hospital. It was a mile away. And we went every single every single day, wow. and um, I was like, I just remember, pull over, pull over, pull over. Like I knew I was going to throw up, oh, and I did. Yeah. But they didn't get the door open all the way. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> no! But she never made me feel bad about it. Oh, like it what a like,
1: sweethearted sister.
2: Yeah, she was like, uh, she cleaned it up. I think while I was in the hospital. Like oh, I just, there was, oh my gosh, I angel. couldn't. I just couldn't get the door open fast enough. You yeah. know how it, when it comes, yeah. it, like, it's just like.
1: You can't help it.
2: No. So, so that was amazing. It was really the best caretaker experience. You know, and financially, like, I had no idea how I was going to pay for this. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything. Because, I mean, yes, there's a maximum out of pocket for your insurance. Mm-hmm. Then my, my chemo, my transplant coordinator said, get the special medication insurance. I was like, great, smart idea. Yeah. So I paid a little extra on my insurance for the special <laughs> medication. But then the medications prescribed to me were not on the special medication list.
3: Oh, of course.
2: Oh. Of course. <laughs> I was like, what a racket. Yeah. Um, and then the apartment, the yeah. plane really? rides back and back and forth, then the plane ride when I went there, and then how to get home. And then it was so much, and you know what? I am I am staunchly against GoFundMe. Mm. Mm-hmm. And finally, I had enough friends that were like, "You can't get out of this one, Jason. You cannot financially recover." And I, they were right. Like I was going to end yeah. up being forty-nine years old, going back to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I did a GoFundMe, and it was one of the best things I ever did
3: mm.
2: because I just I just let that love in. Like yeah. I've been a do it myself worker be my whole life and i just let the love it so let it, yeah, i just let it just in it. and it i just took it and it came freely and the kind messages and it's just like and then my cousin just called one of my cousins just said hey i got you you know what i mean and so he helped oh, with the other amazing. and so oh, after wow. my gofundme and my cousin i had 267 dollars and it's that was left over and it's just been sitting in my account, and I've just been telling myself, like, the right time and place. Mm. Something, yeah. And sure enough, this week, my yeah. friends in Santa Cruz lost their house because of a fire, burnt oh. to the ground. They lost everything but the clothes they were wearing. Oh, So my it, gosh. it wasn't oh. much, but I just sent them the $267. Yeah. It was just like... Of course, yeah.
1: yeah. To move it, to push it forward.
2: Yeah, it wasn't mine to keep. It was mm-hmm. like... Right. So... I'm sure everyone that donated will be fine that I did that, but that's what I did. I'm, I'm sure. Um,
1: <laughs> just to so all know, of those
2: donators no, out an,
1: there, yeah. that's what Jason yeah. did, which is a very sweet you know.
2: It was an amazing experience to let people, I mean, I'm not going to say, and you probably wouldn't say, it, is, that I'm happy for the cancer experience because mm. I, yeah. I have a feeling I could have lived without it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'd have been just fine if I never heard that cancer word um and that's the other thing i hate it when people say the c word i'm like no i told you this maddie when people say the c word i'm like no it's cancer it's fucking cancer say the whole fucking thing don't say don't abbreviate it don't abbreviate (laughs) it no no um so but i just like everything from that first moment when i met faith to the ecology nurses and the people that helped me on the GoFundMe and my relationship with my sister and my parents and my friends and the people. Mm-hmm. Like, it has opened my heart up to loving yeah. uh, on such a bigger level. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm not... You You're not totally I,
1: against it, but you don't also love it at the same time that you got <laughs> correct.
2: it the love here Co- relationship correct <laughs> i i you know what, i'm hoping i got the lesson out of it so i never have to hear that word right again. You know I mean? like, exactly like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like
0: we got it like, we got it we
2: got it i totally yep. got it i'm open to everybody oh, yeah. i love everybody <laughs> <laughs> i got it i know what to do it.
0: now i know what
3: to yeah. do. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's one thing that was so amazing from the experience just seeing how many people reached out and Mm-hmm. feeling so loved and cared about from people that like from like kindergarten that i haven't spoken to you know yeah. like that was amazing
2: it's a, and it's uncomfortable yeah. to be that vulnerable It mm-hmm. is. you know what i mean yep yeah. i
1: i remember that i always felt bad then when people were so so loving and asking me how i was doing that i always felt mm. like shit totally. i need to be also asking back how are you doing is there anything mm, i yeah. can help you with
0: 100%. Even though and you're I not will, in the right place for it.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. I will say the one thing that, asking other people how they are, watching my sister go through this caretaking position, I wish there was more information for caretakers. Oh, hundred 100%. Like, yep. She didn't have a lot of information. She mm-hmm. Luckily, I got um, bone marrow transplant with two other men and she became very good te- um, friends with their wives. So okay. she had a support oh, group nice. to talk oh, yeah. as well. So but important. Just imagine, she gave A caretaker gives all their time. She Mm -hmm. gave me four months of her life around the clock and got no attention. Right. No, every, people would call her and say, How's Jason?
3: Right. People would
2: call her and say, How are you doing? Have you slept? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or how many times has Jason thrown up today? Like, everything was about me. And um, my sister does not require attention like that, but I did, she doesn't require that at all. But I did notice, like, this was hard for her Mm -hmm. yeah you know just like being away from her family and I don't know I just I just there needs to be more information for caretakers
0: yeah I agree and it's not even just the time either it's like that she emotionally too like her brother is going through such a scary time you know like no one talks about that either
2: right and then my sister and I had a different relationship because we're brother and sister the other two men I got um transplants with they were husband and wife. Mm-hmm. So there is a there's a relationship that's different than a brother and sister. Yeah, like,
1: I do understand what you're saying. you know
2: what I'm saying? Like yep. mm-hmm. there were times I didn't want my sister to see me naked, but there were times I was in the bathtub throwing like there were times had to, just, yeah. we yeah. crossed boundaries that we would have never crossed. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a good way to put <laughs> <And> it. <laughs> it just I'll be forever indebted to her. Like it's just just to, she just kept figuring it out. As she went along. Right. She just kept, yeah. figuring, you know, and, There's but nothing... I could tell she kept getting beaten down a little bit yeah. more each week. Mm-hmm. You know? Of course. Yeah. But yeah,
1: you're right. There's no books on it. Like when you're about to be a mother or when you're, you know, about to start a new chapter of something you're doing in your life. There's not a book for how to take care of someone with
2: cancer. Well, it, how to take care of someone and then t- t- take care of you as well. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she did, she did, they do offer caretaker classes once a week at Johns Hopkins and she would go to them. Okay. But still, mm-hmm. she they were saying that, oh, this is going to be hard on you. Right. Yeah. This is going to be yeah. like, what is going to be hard on me?
0: What yeah. should I expect?
2: Yes. So the people, Warn me the people more that than were, death. the people that were teaching were the nurses, the mm-hmm. caretaking, mm-hmm. like, no, but you're caretaking as a nurse. Right. This is so like my sister has to give me shots. She does not to give a shot. Like just mm-hmm. there's you know, I probably didn't have the best temperament at all times. I'm just <laughs> Oh yeah. Assuming, yeah, I'm assuming sure. I'm assuming Yeah. Um so her and these other two women are busy writing. I'm I'm just pushing them to get some sort of pamphlet, just something out there for caretakers. Yeah, they absolutely
1: I, should. I was literally just about to say anyone out there who knows a book on how people can be caretakers or how to go about it, but this is amazing that they're doing that. I wasn't gonna say that. So that's incredible. Yeah,
2: I really want them to do that. And but how to like
1: yeah, take sorry, care of yourself is exactly the process. yeah. They they yeah. did a phenomenal job, but how to help others. I think
2: it was I think it was so hard on my sister. I mean, yeah, she would I do it again I if I, she would do it again. I know that, but, yeah. and just, she has such a tight husband and uh, family. Like they're so yeah. tight
0: mm-hmm. and
2: just leaving them for four months. Now, one of the reasons I chose Hopkins to go back to for my transplant was mm-hmm. a, I had experience there from the first time, but we were also looking at MD Anderson and a hospital in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. But the one reason I chose Hopkins was because my sister's parents, my sister's, family is only half an hour away mm-hmm. so like my mom and dad could come sit with me and she could go have lunch with one of her kids right. or so there, she still could see them every now and then but there was yeah. many people at Hopkins that flew from other countries, other cities and that's it, it's just them and their caretaker mm-hmm. and you could see the caretakers t- just get a little worn down yeah. and then you would see a, a sense of relief mm-hmm. finally when they would get old because the sicker, I had one spell why they had to admit me in the hospital for three days and i was so sick i didn't know but in fact i could see my sister was worried
3: yeah like, you know what i'm saying like
2: i wasn't worried because you're yeah. too out of it to worry <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: but then i
2: looked at my sister i was like oh shit this is bad okay right okay yeah so
1: yeah it is it's a lot of responsibility on them with, yes with what you're yeah when with, with what we go through and they have to be on alert with how we are, like you're saying, we're off, but they're always on.
2: Mm-hmm. We are way off. Going yeah, from chemo. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I do want to say there's two things that have saved me, mm-hmm. and this is where, and this will bring me up to where today. They asked me to the hospital. Nurses asked me to Dell Seaton Hospital in Austin has this mm-hmm. new cancer ward that is amazing, and is what they do is you have your appointment, mm-hmm. and all the doctors come to you. You don't have to go to other buildings. They come to you. So you go to your doctor. Oh, that's
0: amazing.
2: You see your oncologist, your nurse practitioner, social worker, dietitian. Like you don't even leave the room. Wow. Oh, incredible. Such an amazing plan. Because I got to tell you, the first time I had cancer, I blew off some appointments because I was sick. I'm not going again.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. so true. You're not in the mood to go through the whole thing of getting there, getting back. Yeah.
2: No. So this was amazing. So, they suggest the social worker came in. They like, wanted me. I gotta tell you, I was very uneducated on social workers. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know. I didn't know I needed one. Like Maybe. I don't know. I thought, embarrassingly enough, I thought. I think I thought social workers were for like kids. Yeah. Like I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was adult social workers. That's right. So. That's
0: actually amazing that you had. Yeah. Why did they like give you provide a social worker?
2: Because. With the bone marrow transplant, there is a lengthy illness, mm-hmm. lengthy amount of sick time.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, the recovery can be bad. The complications mm-hmm. can be great. I'm luck, knock on wood, I haven't had complications, but yeah. I do know people that have tons of complications. Mm-hmm. So I met with a social worker and she suggested two organizations. And finally I just stopped being stubborn. I was like, let me just do what yeah. this lady says. Yeah. So I just got to plug these two organizations save my life. There's this organization called Flatwater Foundation here in Austin, and they mm-hmm. are rock stars. I don't know the whole story, but it's two brothers. Their father had cancer. And they noticed that besides the financial and the logistics and the physical, the there was no one offering mental health.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such an issue.
2: Right. Mental health. So, yeah. Yes. So these brothers are, are so awesome. They started this foundation. And so I have had free therapy through this whole process. Wow, and incredible.
0: And we're, they, talking, um, we're talking to Mark on- You're well, talking on, to Mark? Yeah, I'm so excited.
2: Oh my God, I've never met him, but he's got so much personality in his emails. Have you talked to him at all, ever? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I talked to him on the phone. He's, he's amazing, so
2: yeah. Oh, I just got chills. Oh, um, goes, so, um, yeah. the, the <laughs> Mark, for
0: everyone, context, Mark started Flatwater with his brother. And he will be yeah. on an episode shortly.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's exciting. The mental so therapy saved, yes. my I, I, dramatic, saved my life. And I'm not being dramatic. I am saved my life. Because the, as the patient, you know, mm-hmm. the guilt that comes seeing mm-hmm. my mom so worried was yeah, yeah. an awful, was like this. I had no reason to feel guilty, but that's what you do as a child, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? like I don't want my mother to go through this or my dad. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. then just like trying to figure out what is my life gonna look like? Am I gonna have right. a life? Am I gonna survive this? Yeah. Like, Cause August last year, you know, I'm doing my, August of 2019, I'm doing my will right. and my power of attorney and like wow. getting things in yeah. order. Because we didn't have a donor, we didn't have a donor yet, and we didn't know. Right. So I was told to get my stuff in order. Ugh, like, that's a from? scary oh process
1: God. to start. So I can't scary. even imagine.
2: Yes, yeah. but can you imagine it without mental therapy, mental yeah. health? Right.
0: Therapy? No. Right. And no. that's how most people, the majority uh, of people, don't have yeah. any mental health through it. So, yeah. So that's I'm so happy that you
2: were able to. It's have a huge that. part I cannot, of it. Yeah. I cannot wait to hear everything Mark has to say about Flatwater. Because I don't yeah. even know their, I don't even know the backstory. Yeah, um, it's
0: amazing. I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited. So thank you uh, for the connection. <laughs>
2: oh, great, great. I, I that was
0: a great intro,
1: like a natural <laughs> intro from me, Jason. That was perfect.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't mean to plug him, but no, please.
0: That was great. <laughs> was, no, thank
2: was... you. And then the other organization, I don't know much about them either, but they're called Regarding Cancer. And it's like a matchmaker for cancer patients. It's not a romantic matchmaker. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I don't even know how they do this. It's insane to me. Like, she matched me up with someone that had the same cancer as me twice and a bone marrow transplant.
3: Wow. So, like, oh but, he's,
2: but he's two years ahead of me. Mm. So he, he and I are the closest friends. Him and his wife and his son, sons are they're like my family. Like we have oh, gotten, I
0: love that, and oh, he is, wow.
2: because we have so much, and you know, like you, just when you two talk, there's so much unspoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike and yeah. I, Mike and I can just text two words, yeah. and we know yeah, what it's the like other one.
1: I hundred percent, get everything you just meant by that in like a lengthy paragraph, but with two words.
2: Yes, yeah. So, I mean, luck. I'm a very stubborn person that has worked very well in my professional career. But Mm -hmm. I will tell you, I'm so grateful I've knocked off some of the stubbornness and taking Mm -hmm. people's advice and this regarding cancer and Flatwater Foundation and just the GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the lessons I have learned through this process are amazing, amazing, life-changing lessons. Yeah. If if I could have learned them at 24 without cancer, (laughs) that would have been that
1: would have been a good one. <laughs> can I say Jason, so that's so good of you to let them in cuz that is very difficult. I feel oh. like as a cancer patient cuz I know I struggled with it because you want to feel normal. You feel like if you surround yourself by cancer 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 that that's all you're going to see all the time. So yes. good for you for actually letting yeah. the opportunity help you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: That,
1: but you also know how
2: hard that. it is. Like, even when I was going through chemo and the transplant, my phone would ring and mm-hmm. it would just be like, sometimes I could answer. And then yeah. sometimes you're like, I can't talk for 20 minutes about cancer. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Pissed. Yeah. I'm really fucking pissed at cancer right now. Like, I yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't have, And sometimes people would say, How are you feeling, Jason? I'm just, I'm a little run down and feeling a little weak, uh, a little nauseous. And then sometimes someone would say, how are you feeling, Jason? How the fuck do you think I'm <laughs> yeah, feeling? I does. didn't know which one was going to come out. <laughs> yeah. You're
1: basically yeah. protecting the person on the <laughs> other line of the phone right now. You don't right? want to hear what's going to come out. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> yeah, you want to be honest, but the going to hurt a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so the, the best people in my life were the people that just went with the flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just sort of mm-hmm. like, oh, Jason's not, not the best date for Jason. Oh, okay. right. you know what I mean? But if yeah. I did lose some friendships and I didn't lose them, I know exactly where they are. I don't talk to yeah. them anymore <laughs> yeah. because um, I just had some people that are like, you weren't very nice. I had just done my will. Right. And we were looking for a donor. I'm running around for four months, not letting go of my phone. And I wasn't nice.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think you got to pass. Give me a break a yeah. little bit.
2: I was yeah. like, unfriend block. Done. <laughs> yeah. done. I don't, I might never date again, Paige. That's the problem. I have no tolerance.
3: Really? I have no tolerance.
1: You're just I pal- of- at that break yeah. where you're over it.
2: But how am I going to date? Someone's going to pull up any little shit. I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. Because I'm just <laughs> like, a- I, <laughs> yeah. fucking, I faced death like right. if you're gonna... It's true. Yeah.
0: Okay. I've been. It's hard lately. to relate. Yeah. This is like. Yeah. This is probably. Are bad you guys right.
2: both? Are you both single?
0: I am. You I'm are, not. Paige. Sorry,
1: Jason. Paige.
0: No. Paige has a wonderful man and love story through this whole thing. Actually. I,
1: surprisingly, I got my partner basically through cancer. Isn't that so great? did you marry the little...
2: do- You married the doctor? No, no, I guess <laughs> that, not, that, that would be, be
1: a real <laughs> twist of events. That would have been a good one. That would have been a, next lifetime. You will hear that version maybe. But <laughs> I I married a good friend who stepped up while I was going through everything.
2: Nice, nice. He's a little angel. So. Oh, that's fantastic. I love hearing those stories. And I'll get there. I'm just not ready. You will. Like, I just... I yeah. don't know how to balance. And this is why cancer actually fucking sucks. Right, Maddie? Like, it yeah. doesn't, it's yeah. every part of your life. and Every think, part. When people yeah. think you get the last chemo, they think you're done. You're like, no, no, no. Exactly. no. Now the mental work is Oh, yeah. Life. Exactly, you're- yeah.
1: It was just, yeah. a lot of the time, I, in my opinion, I thought it was harder after.
2: Yes. So 100%. And, when, and you guys know when I got that call 14 days ago that said I was cancer free, yeah. I mm-hmm. felt like I was going through a breakup. Yeah. I had yeah. talked about cancer <laughs> every day for yeah. three years. Yeah. And then someone called and told me, cancer, I don't want to talk to you no more. Yeah.
3: That's yeah. such <laughs> a good
1: way of putting it. A breakup. I love that. It's yeah. 100% how it feels. Yep. Because it. it's not
0: like, yeah, it's not like you're so happy. Like, of course you're happy, but it's like, well, now what? Like, yeah, you have like, all these plans all the time. And now you're like, okay, do I just go back? Like, what do I do?
2: Right. Yes, and what but you can't go back because you're never the same no, person. Yes.
0: No, not the same at all.
1: Things we aren't know. the same. People aren't the same. Yeah. Your story's not the same. No.
2: My yeah. my DNA is not the same. Yeah, no,
1: your DNA. Kidding. Down to your DNA. <laughs> Such a good point. Nothing for you is the same.
0: Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> my
1: DNA is not the same.
2: It's true.
1: It's so true. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's unreal. I I love that you guys are doing this podcast for the range of the cancer emotions and just for people I want people to learn that it's just it's not about just the sickness the mental Mm -hmm. stuff is exhausting and it's not Mm -hmm. like oh you had a cold oh your cold's over that's great right okay the cancer's over but do you understand what do you do you see the wreckage behind? Yeah, me? exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, Do you yeah. see
1: my, all my bags of baggage
0: that I'm carrying. Yes,
2: yes, Seriously, yeah. I love my mother more than any. I love my mother, but we're mm. talking about getting the bone marrow transplant. She's always encouraging in her own way, and yeah. she just she says, just a little bump in the road. A, bu- a bump <laughs> in the road. I'm getting my DNA changed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living with my sister for four months. A bump in the road. What?
0: It's a freaking mountain.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's just being encouraging. She meant nothing I know, Totally. Yeah. I mean, I heard that so many times. I
0: know. Like, I heard that. So it's, it's just, I'm like, no one knows what to say. And e- you know. even
1: a lot of times, what I kind of thought about was if I knew someone and I had not gone through it, I wouldn't know what to say.
0: Oh, my God. Same. I'd be so awkward. No.
2: But there's yes. one of the lessons that we all yeah. got from this cancer thing, because mm-hmm. it's like cancer, divorce. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. For all
2: everyone, everyone losing their job because of furloughs. Yeah. Death. Like I learned to zip it. Yeah.
0: If I don't mm-hmm. have
2: direct experience with it. Yeah. I'm just going to say things like, call me if you want to talk. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's I'm sorry exactly.
2: you're going through this. Yeah. Exactly. That's well, one—that's a yeah. great lesson that we all walked away from.
0: Yeah, thinking yeah. of
1: my favorite texts were thinking of you. You don't even have to respond to this.
2: Yeah, oh, thank love you. that. Love thank, that. Thank you. That's actually yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and if we could keep on that for the rest of life, that'd be perfect, <laughs> yeah. even post cancer. Thinking of you, you don't have to respond. Perfect. We're all right.
0: You're so right. Copy, yeah. paste. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
3: <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. It has been such a pleasure having you, Jason. You have cracked us. I up know, so I don't hard. want it to end. <laughs> my guts are hurting from laughing so much. Humor
2: you even... heals. Humor heals. It does.
0: It really does. Yeah. The only way to
2: get I will say, the, one, the one thing i would say one humorous experience that happened in the doctor's office. It, I was, it was the day of the transplant, and mm-hmm. the nurse came in and she was like, very kind, but nothing mm-hmm. spectacular. She just kind, yeah, telling me like, so I'm mean, gonna go get your bag of uh, plasma. And we're gonna hang it up. There'll <laughs> be something else. And we're gonna hang that up. This is gonna go in this port. This is gonna go in this port. It's gonna take about this long. I was just like, oh, like I was like, I am getting new bone marrow and there's no parade or in the yeah. nothing. Yeah, nothing
1: except no balloons.
2: And she said no and then she left. She came back with my bone marrow transplant with a marching band music playing and <gasps> all the nurses. <sighs> Doing a oh parade. my
0: goodness.
2: I was like oh, that
0: that's, is, that's, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah,
2: wow. It was so cute.
1: Once again, so cute. those nurses, oh, fairy godmothers. They wow. A they
0: really are.
2: Special safe. place in heaven for oncology nurses. 100%. Special, special. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was that was
1: oh, so, that so that was how thoughtful. How thoughtful. Yep, yep.
2: So that's my new birthday. We call it a rebirth date, and that's January twenty <laughs> third. <23rd. laughs> right. January 3rd, all right. You deserve
1: so, one, Jason. You really do. You've gone yeah, through so much. Wait,
2: before I, I know, I'm running. I, I told you I was going to talk too long. Do you guys feel yeah. like you're going to stay? This is a, I'm interviewing you because I have—I want to know.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like this. Me. Put us on the hot seat. Do, yeah.
2: No, do you guys think you're going to stay a part of the cancer community in some way for life? Or do you think we're going to like stop it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like oh, that's what It'll happens. Fizzle. Yeah, what do you think?
0: I thought, cause I kind of thought like, okay, I don't want to really talk about it. I don't want to really be around it because Mm -hmm. like, it's just, I'm done. And you know, I don't want to hand, I don't want to deal with it. But then Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but something clicked. It was like, wait, no, like I need to, I still need to be a part of this community because there's not enough young, I think voices of cancer, no one understands what we go through, no one understands after mental mm-hmm. effects. And I'm like, I think I was meant to have it to be able to spread awareness.
2: Oh, that's so, so good. I forgot now. How young, I think you were young, yeah, young, you were young. I forgot. Well, mm-hmm. you were
0: young too. Yeah, you You're were still young.
2: Yeah, you are. No, but still I wasn't like, like my last year of college. Like that's like the <laughs> most fun time of your life. You know what I mean? I'm, like, counting years to retirement when I got it. <laughs> no. Like, it's a totally different fun stage of life.
0: No, but it's still. No. But it's not like we're, like, and no one should have cancer, of course. But it's not like we're, like, 85, you know. Right. Same with you, Jason. Like, you're still, you have mm-hmm. so many things you want to do.
1: Yeah. Like, that. Right. You, you knew I... the easy decision when they gave you, like, are you going to do this right. Right now? Because you were, like, I have yeah,
2: a Yeah, exactly. Cigarette. Exactly. Wait, do you have, oh, my gosh, I'm so messing this up. So, my other thing is I have a cutoff. <laughs> Like, okay. I will always say, if cancer ever comes back, I'll always uh-huh. say yes to chemo. My cutoff is age 75. At 75, I'll think about it. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: that's a good quote cool. Oh, I've never thought about it like that. But I've until then, that. If,
2: I'm always going to say yes, because life is so good. I think 75 yeah. is a good time yeah. to say, do I want to go through this again? Because you guys know it's fucking torture. yeah,
1: yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think I would probably do the same at that point, being like, okay, I lived my life. If I had my grandbabies and had a lot of time with them and felt that I served my purpose in this world, I think age 75 is a good, a good line. If I felt like I got those things out. Yeah, you <laughs> don't 70... have to say
2: no. 75 is just yeah. the age where you're yeah, yeah, thinking, you're about, thinking it.
0: about
1: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that's probably the age. And I, would I also go think for, that's too. enough
2: time for me to get like a date. Between now and 75. You (laughs) too.
1: (laughs) Next time we talk to Jason, he is going to find his person and he's going to be happy with this person who gets him and he can tolerate.
0: I do. Yes. yes. I have to say one thing about the dating and that I've said this the past few weeks that I need to date someone with like some trauma. Like, I don't know what it is. But they Ooh, have to have some yeah. traumatic experience. Because <laughs> if not, like, oh, they don't get it. Well, that is probably so guys. right. <laughs> but I'm uh, like, I need you to have something that you, like, you went through. This
1: is funny because I'm not saying that that's the primary reason me and my fiance are together. But he went yeah. through a life or death situation as
0: well. So he See? got
1: me better, maybe.
0: Exactly. Yeah
2: maddie you could not be more right that's a good you could not right
0: yeah I, but it's hard to find
2: i'm actually gonna get off this podcast and go hang out in front of the er <laughs> see if anyone, anyone come down can
3: you let <laughs> <go>? <laughs> yeah maddie give your age
2: right.
1: range of who you <laughs>
2: right. will it's maddie, maddie and i are going to be running to like you know, like some forest fire, and they're gonna be like, "Are you here to help?" No, we're no. Gonna look like, yeah, it. we're just like looking, <laughs> looking for some
3: trauma. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious!
1: Changing I, your so, Tinder it, profiles to looking yeah. for trauma. For
2: trauma. <laughs> but that goes. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you get it? How we're different? Like, can yeah. you see me going out and some guy talking about like? Prada shoes, and he's so upset. Sex in the City was canceled. Yeah. I would just look at him like, "What are you talking right. about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I just, I don't have time for the fluffy. I need That's like good. real. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Oh yeah, I hey, agree. Paige, I want you to, I want you to answer the cancer community um question. Sorry,
1: mine is very similar to Maddie's. I feel like I was trying to cut myself off from feeling it all by removing myself from the community. But then I thought, you know, if we are one in 200,000 that gets this disease, whatever the numbers are, I don't remember the exact numbers, but when the doctor told me you're one in this number and it was a big, it was a small percentage of people who get it, Mm -hmm. especially at our age, like you were saying, uh, Jason, um, I kind of thought, you know what, then there's gotta be a reason and a purpose that we got it then. Mm -hmm. And you can't do something with it I don't really It's kind of almost driven my Who I am right now
0: Yeah me too exactly In a way
1: people are like who are you a cancer survivor I don't know
0: I don't know what else does
2: Well that says so much To those of us I think I asked you that question because I'm only two weeks cancer free So I'm kind of asking like More I was asking you the question But I was asking more direction Like, But now I hear you like I have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. To another right, that's, yeah. yeah. Right, exactly,
1: that's how it, yeah. it feels, yeah. And, and I wouldn't and for you Jason cuz it has been 2 weeks, I think it's totally normal to not feel like you need to jump into it right away cuz it took me it's a year and a half out now and this is the first thing that I'm doing to really talk talk to others, I guess, about this experience.
2: Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just I'll probably go through that phase where I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, no, you've also I mean, been, exactly. You've been
0: going through it for like three yes. years. So you might need a you break. You
2: deserve anymore. a break, honestly. Yeah. All right, you I'm going to take a break. I don't know, maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll go somewhere. Wait, we can't go anywhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Change
1: up that dating profile to what we just talked about. <laughs> see what
0: happens.
1: Yeah, just start talking to someone with trauma. You don't really need to see someone in person for that.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> just exchange stories
1: on Facebook.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you guys so much for having me i'm really appreciative oh, thank
1: you thank, thank you, you so, so much it was
2: party. so much fun
0: this
1: has been so We're, fantastic
2: we are really. in this together we are yes, for sure and we you really know what I, i've never heard someone say the word cancer survivor like you just said Paige. like i mean i've heard it but i never heard right. it i've never said it myself because yeah. i've never been a cancer survivor i've only been a cancer survivor oh for two weeks so when you said it i was like i can say that yep, you are. yeah to
1: you. you're in the club yeah
2: i'm in the club welcome it's to the cool. club it's a cool club
1: we like having yeah, you in the not club bad.
0: yeah it's not bad
1: <laughs> once this is over yeah. let's go to acl together can you get us into that yes <laughs>
2: Yes, yes, I can. Without the
0: bucket.
1: Yeah. Without the bucket. Only yes, if we're throwing up from being drunk. That's it. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> That's it. All right, we'll play the ACL 2021.
1: Okay. Woo! I'm already looking forward to it, guys. Perfect. Thank you again. Thank you so I really much, Jason. Have Grim a good day.
2: Bye. 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 Stay in touch. Stay in touch. Definitely. Yes, we you will. Too. All right, bye. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for listening to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks, the podcast that tells the truth about what people with cancer actually experience.
0: Tune in every Monday to hear our stories. Until next time.